We start the show this afternoon talking about your home, you know, your refuge from the world, your sweet escape, the place you put your feet up and relax. We start the show this afternoon talking about your house. Welcome to my When you're in your house, right? Flo Rida does say it best sometimes. Okay, specifically, we're focusing this afternoon on improving your house. You know, making improvements to the energy efficiency of Sukasa. So with that in mind, the City of Calgary has announced the ins and outs today of what they're calling the Clean Energy Improvement Program for homeowners. And Carly Beaver is joining us from the City of Calgary today to talk about this. Carly is the Program Manager of the Clean Energy Improvement Program. Carly, thank you so much for being here this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to talk about this program. Did you think Flowrida would ever be your introductory song when you're talking about this, did you? I never thought it, but I'm glad that it was. <laughs> you got to have a little fun, right? There you go. Yeah. I, mean, it, I mean, we are talking financing, right? So, I mean, it's not the juiciest of subjects, but I know you care deeply about this program, Carly. So tell me about this. How, how is this financing going to help Calgary homeowners? Yeah, so this uh, financing program, the Clean Energy Improvement Program, is really to help homeowners with the upfront costs of their home energy upgrades. So things like uh, attic insulation, upgraded windows and doors, HVAC systems, even solar PV. Um, and it's really to help homeowners save on energy, reduce their greenhouse gas emissions, as well as just make their home more comfortable. Okay. And and so how does like how does this work? Like me and you know, I own a home in the city of Calgary. And if I'm looking to do, you know, a few projects or even considering this, like how is the financing gonna work for a person like me, you know? Yeah, so uh there's lots of different projects that you may be interested in and there's financing available for up to hundred percent of the total project costs for eligible upgrades, up to fifty thousand dollars per property. Um the the financing is uh, competitive interest rates, long repayment periods, and then you'd actually just repay through your regular property tax bill, making it a really easy and convenient way to repay. Okay. And the interest rate that you mentioned, competitive, is it like tied to prime or how does that work, Carly? So we are finalizing the interest rate right now. So it'll be posted online in the next week or so, um, and it will be a fixed rate for the term of your loan. For the term of your loan, I see. And, and and how long would I have to pay it back, you know, over my over the years, like on my property taxes? Yeah, so the timeline for repayment is actually tied to the probable lifetime of your upgrade that you chose. So pretty much exactly how uh, pretty exactly how much time you think that the upgrade will be generating energy savings. Um, so that could be between 15 and 20 years, depending on the type of upgrades that you go with. I see. So if I do windows and they have a life expectancy of, you know, 15 years, then that's how long I have to pay it back? Yep, exactly. Oh, okay. I see. And and speaking of windows, and you mentioned solar energy and all that, um, are, are there any stipulations as to uh, the projects that qualify for this? Yeah, so there are some eligibility criteria for the different types of projects, and that can all be found on the program website um, with the detailed uh, criteria and the types of projects uh, that you can do. 
I see. And so I'm assuming windows, doors, solar panels. Uh, you, you mentioned, you know, kind of insulation. Um, uh, are, are there other subtle things that we may not thinking about, you know? Yeah, so there's also things like water heating. So a tankless hot water heater, um, lighting upgrades, as well as um, general building envelopes. So making sure that you keep the inside in and the outside out in your <laughs> home. So air sealing, insulation, windows, doors, all of that. All that good stuff. Okay. I, I should remind everyone that we're chatting with Carly Beaver this afternoon from the City of Calgary. Carly is the program manager for the uh, Clean Energy Improvement Program that the City of Calgary is is helping you with. It's a financing option for you to uh, you know improve the energy energy efficiency of your home and pay for those renovations over the lifespan of whatever it is you're improving on your property taxes. There is a tiny interest rate, which is going to be announced next week, Carly. Um, You did mention a website for information on this. What exactly is the website? So Calgarians can visit calgary.ca slash CEIP for more information. And that will actually also direct you to the program administrator's website for this program. We are working in partnership with Alberta municipalities, and that's the website where you'll go to actually submit your uh, application form. I didn't realize it's a partnership with the uh, province. Okay, explain that if you don't mind, Carly. Yeah, so Alberta municipalities is actually a uh, nonprofit organization that represents municipalities across Alberta and they were designated by the province uh, to be the administrator for clean energy improvement programs across Alberta. So there's actually a couple different municipalities that are doing similar programs to this um, and they they help administer those programs. Uh, I'm just getting a bunch of texts comments coming in as we're chatting this afternoon Carly. One person asking is there considering it's a financing option and you're taking a loan you know to be put on your property taxes is there like a credit check and that type of thing like the usual process? So the main underwriting that we do for this program is looking at your previous property tax payment history. So um, have you been in good standing with uh, your property tax payments over the last five years with the city? That's the main criteria that we look at. I see. Okay. And are there stipulations regarding, uh, you know, the contractors that we use? Are there like designated contractors that fall under this program or can we find um, you know, whichever contract we like to use, you know? Yeah, so you do have to use a steep qualified contractor for your project, um, but contractors can still apply to be listed as eligible steep qualified contractors. So if you have a contractor you use on the regular and you want them to participate in the program, you can let them know they can still uh, apply to be qualified. Okay, and the application for contractors, because we have quite a few, Carly, that listen during the day here to QR Calgary. Do they Do they apply through the same website that you just gave us? Yeah, they can visit calgary.ca slash CEIP and that'll direct them to uh, the website where they can uh, submit their application for the program. All right. Is there anything else we need to know, Carly, that we haven't touched on yet, you know, so everyone's fully informed here? I think just that we're very excited to be providing this opportunity for Calgarians to um, look at their home's energy performance, help reduce their greenhouse gas emissions, lower their utility bills, and just really make their home more comfortable. Yeah, keeping the heat in and the cold out (laughs) is always more comfortable, that's for sure. All right, Carly, thank you for your time this afternoon. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, next time you're on, I promise more Flowrida for you to introduce. (laughs) Great. Thank you so much. Have a good day, Carly. That's that's Carly Beaver. Uh, she's the program manager with the City of Calgary of the new Clean Energy Improvement.
program. It's a financing option that gets flipped onto your property taxes. As you heard Carly mention a couple of minutes ago, the interest rate that you're going to be charged on financing this uh, is going to be announced next week. And it will be the interest rate connected with the, long, the length of lifespan for your project, for the lifespan of the windows you put in or the insulation that you apply or the solar cells that you put on your home, uh, you name it. That's, that's kind of the stipulation. The best place to kind of follow up on this conversation is the City of Calgary's website. So calgary.ca. And when you're there, just search... C-E-I-P, as in Clean Energy Improvement Program. And I'm on the website right now. All of your questions should be answered on this website. And while you're on the City of Calgary's website, if it's solar panels, for example, that you're thinking you may want to add to your home to cut down on your power costs every month, for example... The city of Calgary still has that residential solar calculator on their website, calgary.ca, and then just search for residential solar calculator. And what you need is your address. Like I typed in my address here and uh, you type in, you know, the size. If you know your energy bills every month, you can get a more accurate estimate um, as to the cost. But if you just say you have a medium-sized home and you calculate your solar potential and then you look at the data, it tells me that on my house, which is considered a medium-sized dwelling unit, and based on the, you know, the amount of sunshine I get on my address, on my home, I can install 21 solar panels which will cost me about $21,000 and will take about 12 and a half years to pay off based on my average monthly savings. There's some cool things now to kind of run the numbers for you to see if it works for you or your family. Now, that's just solar panels. You know, with the financing option here tied to your property taxes, which of course means when you sell your home, you're not eating the full cost of the solar cells if you put them in and only use them for two years. That is passed on to the future property owner through your property taxes. Talking home renovations to start off the show today, specifically home renovations to improve the energy efficiency of where you hang your hat at the end of your workday. And the reason we're talking about energy efficiency today is because the city of Calgary has unveiled the ins and outs of their new clean energy improvement program. It's a way of financing up to $50,000 per property on energy efficient upgrades. $50,000 can be applied to your property taxes. There is a tiny bit of interest. And it can be attached to your property taxes and it's paid off uh, over the lifespan of whatever it is that you install to improve the energy efficiency. So say it's windows and they're estimated the last 20 years, then you have 20 years to pay off the cost of the windows that you installed in your home. But it begs the question... What should you be renovating, you know, to get the best energy bang for your buck? And that's where Jason Griffin comes in this afternoon. Jason is lead inspector with 2020 Home Inspectors. Jason, thank you so much for being here today. 
You're welcome, Ted. I appreciate you having me on. What's the number one thing, Jason, that, that people could be doing to, you know, improve, to spend some money on to improve the energy efficiency of their home? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I guess that kind of depends on the age of your home as well. I mean, mostly we're going to be talking about older homes where we're going to be losing a lot of efficiency. Um, kind of my number one things I think of is uh, insulation is a big thing. Um, yeah. A lot of people don't realize in their attic spaces, whether you've checked or not, Older homes have a very low amount of insulation in there. We measure that by our value. And you get a lot of heat loss in the winter and a lot of heat gain in the summer through your attic space. Um, in my opinion, that's one of the uh, biggest places you can gain efficiency for the lowest amount of money, is oh. adding insulation or upgrading your insulation in your attic. Gotcha. Insulation, upgrading that in your attic. Okay. What else Absolutely. do you like? What else do you recommend, Jason? Yeah, windows and doors are a big thing too, Ted. Um, a lot of the older windows, especially we're talking like 1980s and older, those original windows, we got a lot of single pane windows or double single pane windows. You get a lot of heat loss, of course, from those in the winter as well. Um, upgrading those makes a pretty big difference as far as air transfer in your home and energy lost. All right. Attic insulation, windows, and doors. Gotcha, Jason. Well, what else do you recommend? Well, you know, your appliances as well. Your hot water tank, your furnace. If we're running older furnaces and older hot water tanks, that is a lot of energy loss too. Um, your older furnaces, of course, the low efficiencies to the mid efficiencies, depending, have standing flames that burn all day long. As, and, of course, they burn a lot more fuel as they're running. So upgrading your furnace and your hot water tank can save a lot of energy. Um, you know, models like the tankless hot water tanks, the, uh, the only run, or I should say burn fuel, as they're running so that you can gain a lot of energy there where you're not uh, constantly hotting it, or heating up a large volume of water and keeping that warm all day long. Interesting. Do, do they really work, Jason? You know, those, tank, yeah. those tankless, they do, eh? Yeah, absolutely they oh, do. Great. I mean, there's a little more maintenance required to them. you you got to do yearly servicing and flushing on them, but they, they do definitely save a lot of energy. That's wow. Sure. Even if you have like four teenagers in your house and they're doing back-to-back hour-long showers? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if you're, let's say you're running multiple things at once. You're doing, you know, we've all got families and stuff. We're running, you know, your washing machine, your dishwasher, kids are showering. Um, you know, sometimes they can struggle to keep up a bit. I have seen people do reserve tanks as well. Yeah. So basically, it'll take the water to the reserve tank. The reserve tank will hold that water and keep it warm. Uh, and you can use it when you need it sort of thing. Okay. Because I got a lot of kids in my house, Jason, to take long yeah. showers. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm on my way there as well. So. <laughs> I hear you. Is, is there anything else? We've touched on a few of the biggies, you know, the attic insulation, windows, doors, hot water tank, your furnace. Is there anything else that we may have overlooked, Jason? Well, there's small things you can do, even like you just upgrading for a couple hundred dollars, you can do a smart thermostat. Oh, yeah. You know, automatically program your furnace to turn on and run it as most efficient, basically. Yeah. Does that make that big of a difference? You know, the programmable stats? Yeah, they they can actually. I mean, I think even on the city website there, they do have a uh, a chart that shows how much energy you can gain just by using one of those smart thermostats. And it was surprising, like, how much energy you can save with one of those. Good stuff. Jason, if, if people want to find out more about, you know, you and 2020 Home Inspectors, how can they do that? Yeah, of course. We can always visit our, visit our website. Sorry, that's uh, www.2020mhi.com. So that's 2020mhi.com. Or they can give us a call, 403-836-5528. Good stuff. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate yep. your, your expertise this afternoon. Thanks for of this. Of course, Ted. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank All you. All right, thank you. That's that's Jason Griffin, lead inspector with 2020 Home Inspectors. And some simple, well, big things. Replacing a furnace is not simple. Um, it's, it's a big Renault, of course, and your hot water tank or going tankless.
Windows doors, those are big projects. But that programmable thermostat, it's surprising, apparently, how much you can save. Having it programmed to go down when you're not home and to, you know, warm up half an hour before you get home from work every day. That's amazing. That's amazing. Again, the City of Calgary, their new program, that Clean Energy uh, Home Improvement Program, is on their website, calgary.ca. Just search CEIP, as in Clean Energy Improvement Program, on the city's website, calgary.ca. Have you ever thought about shooting for a big goal? And then how you're going to tackle it. Maybe your goal is, you know, running 5K. Maybe 10K. Maybe a half marathon. Or maybe you're ready to tackle the full 42.2 kilometers in a full-length marathon. Whatever it is, it takes time, right? It certainly does. It takes time and it takes a lot of hours spent on the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Well, a Calgary man is trying to walk on every single city street. And one by one, he's ticking them off. And he's, I think, getting close to the end here. I'd like to welcome Mark Shoup to the program this afternoon. Mark is the Calgarian who's trying to walk on all of our city streets. Mark, thank you for being here today. Oh, thanks, Ted. Thanks for having me. A little Willie Nelson to get us into the spirit of things. Do you listen to music when you're walking, Mark? Uh, Sometimes I do, but most of the time I don't. I'm trying to be safe and make sure that I can hear if there's any traffic coming or anything like that, so I I generally don't. Uh, Sometimes I will listen to uh, football games. (laughs) You listen to our stamps in action, right? Yeah. Yes, I do. Oh, very good. Very good. Of course, the stamps are right here on QR Calgary. And I guess i got to take a step back here, pardon the pun, Mark. But, um, you know, so why? Why did you decide to, you know, have such a lofty goal? Well, you were talking about marathons there on the introduction. Uh, I've been a runner all my life. I've run 17 marathons. Wow. Um, and uh, just after, actually, just before my 50th birthday, I'd run two quite quick ones. And uh, then after my 50th birthday, about a week later, I started having back pains and cramps in my legs. And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get rid of them. And it just seemed to get worse and worse. So over the next uh, eight years or so, maybe it was five or six years, I put on a lot of weight. I wasn't running. I went to, I don't know, 40 chiropractors and 30 physiotherapists, and nobody could really, really help me out. And finally, I went to see an osteopath, and shout out to Blaine, who did some slight corrections, and and, uh, I was able to walk, you know, without pain. And I said, well, i got to get back in shape, so i got to set something to make it interesting. And I was used to running, which I found... Uh, I didn't get as bored with as as walking. So what am I going to do to make it interesting? And I said, okay, I'm going to take five years and I'm going to try and walk every street in the city. And that that should keep me interested. (laughs) You love shooting for goals, right? (laughs) I think that's great, Mark. Okay. So how, so how's the progress? Like how far along are you? Well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty close now. I'm, I'm, you know, must be 85, 90% of the way done. Wow. Um, I've logged, I think about, 12,500 kilometers, somewhere in that range. Um, there's about 16,000 roadways and laneways in the city of Calgary. So I'll probably do 
uh, 14,000. Unfortunately, I can't do every single street because uh, I'm trying to be safe doing this, so I, I'm yeah. not I'm not going to go down Crow Child Trail or, <laughs> or, or, yes. or, or, yes. or Glenmore Trail. Although, you know, where there's pathways, I have walked uh, some of those, but but any street that's safe to to walk, um, yeah. uh, I'm trying to do. Yeah, I, I understand there was a bit of a hiccup along the way, right, Mark? Uh, yes, minor one. Yeah. Um, I, I ended up having uh, two heart attacks. Wow. And that, uh, I, I hope to finish actually by the end of last year, uh, but I, I lost, you know, at least six months uh, recovering from uh, the, the, the two heart attacks. So um, that, that made it, uh, that, that really made it even more important. I learned that uh, I had very substantial blocking of my arteries. Uh, in fact, when I first went to the hospital, they didn't realize how bad it was. And then when they did the angiogram, they came and said, um, you know, normally we give people uh, a choice of whether what they want to have this bypass surgery. And they said to me, um, there's no choice here. You either have this or you die. And I said, well, I'll take the bypass. Surgery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then uh, um, uh, they weren't, they originally wanted to do uh, quintuple bygraph, uh, bypass, but uh, they couldn't do five because of the, they couldn't even attach the bypass to some of the arteries that was so badly clogged up. Um, so they were able to do three, and then I had a second heart attack where the second one, uh, one of the grafts failed, and I learned there that, um, you know, I, I had significant blocking, and they told me, unless I get hit by a bus, I'm, I'm going to die of a heart attack. So it was really important that I keep the, the you know, the, the, the pathways that I have open. Yeah. And one of the best things to do was keep walking and exercise and keeping the blood flowing so that those arteries stayed open. So. It, it's become a critical motivator now, and, and there's no doubt that I would, uh, once I had the heart attack, there's no way I wasn't going to finish this because, it, 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 you know, it, it's really healthy for me. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Well, I'm glad to hear that, uh, you know, the walking is, is helping you. That's amazing, Mark. Um, I have to ask you, though, so how how are you keeping track to make sure you don't, you know, double up on something, you know? Well, I'm sitting with a, a, a map book in front of me. Oh, okay. A, a very uh, ear-torn uh, map book. Well, actually, what I do is I take uh, take photocopies of the pages, and then I mark them off as I walk. Um, and, and actually, a large part of when I'm walking, I'm, I'm out there thinking about, okay, what's the most efficient way so that I don't double up on the street? Sometimes <laughs> it's sometimes it's not n- not easy, uh, but uh, that, that's what I do. And sometimes I do walk. Well, well, actually, when I first started, I was trying to walk up and down every street. And then I, I get to the point where I said, well, that's going to take me forever. So now I'm just trying to cover each street one way. One direction, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And and so you're 85% along. Um, you, you must have seen some sights along your paths and your, and, your, and your progress. I mean, what jumps to mind when people say, what have you seen? Well, the biggest thing, uh, there's two, probably two or three things, is, is the, the city views. Yeah. Uh, whether it's the view of the mountains or the river, or the downtown core, or an interesting park, or river along the way. Uh, those are my favorite things. I was glancing through some of the photos I've taken on my walks, and, and there's there's a lot of pictures of the scenery. Then, of course, there's the the, the big view, where you get both the, or three things, the river, the downtown core, and the mountains. Wow. In, in, in back of you, like you, you, you do from... Uh, 
uh, like the the Calgary Herald building. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a fantastic view uh, over there. I've driven by that building so many times that when I walk in behind it, I go, wow, I'm usually looking at that building, but I should be looking the other way. Yeah, right? right? Yeah, in Mayland Heights, it's beautiful view from that community. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, um, you know, I've, I have encountered a fair bit of wildlife. But I live in the northwest, so, you know, there's a lot of moose that I see and deer and owls, and there's been a couple of times when I've rounded, rounded the corner and there's a coyote there looking at me, <laughs> and I, you know, carefully say, okay, I'll do that street another day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I bet, I and, bet. So speaking of streets and, uh, you know, ticking them off as you go along, uh, you, you must have a target as, you know, the one that you want to walk down to complete your trek. Do, do you have one in mind? Yeah, I've been saving 17th Avenue as my last the uh, red mile yeah yeah and i, I my, my plan is to you know do 17 kilometers that day invite everybody else to walk with me and uh i want to do a big per uh push to encourage people to donate to uh foothills hospital which is nice without, without foothills hospital i wouldn't i wouldn't be alive and i've never seen a harder group of working uh, people working than 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 there and some of the equipment they have is still a bit old and, uh, you know, anything I could do to help them get a little bit more money to replace some of that equipment, I think, uh, would be a small token for in repayment for all that they've done for me. Absolutely. Well, Mark, you're going to have to come back on the show maybe a day or two before you do your, your final leg, your final 17K uh, ending up along 17th Avenue Southwest. And are you going to toast at the end or, or what are, how are you going to celebrate? Oh, yeah, there'll be a toast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I can afford a Don Perignon, but uh, <laughs> there, there may be a cheap Prosecco that I can afford. For there the you go. Yeah, you can still toast it to your accomplishment. Good stuff, Mark. You know what? Seriously, we got to check back in when you're getting close to the end there. So stay in touch, please. I, I will for sure. Good stuff. Thank you, Mark. Have a great evening, and thank you for the chat today. It's been wonderful. Oh, no, thank you, Ted. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's Mark Shoup. Mark Shoup, Calgarian. He's retired, heart attack survivor, uh, and he's walking on every city of Calgary Street possible. Of course, he's not walking along Crowchild Trail, but he is doing the pathways along Crowchild Trail. He's 85% done, he says, and he wants to finish his trek in style by walking along the Red Mile, 17th Avenue Southwest, and then toasting once he reaches the end. Good stuff.